Escobar season has returned, man. 11-11-22, King's Disease 3 drop, man. The trilogy. Nas and Hit Boy, they did it again. It's good? It's great. It's the best one of the three. Oh, that's where that, J- that line about Jay-Z came from. This is Chopper Suit Convos. And listen, guys, maybe even later tonight, maybe tomorrow morning, it's coming. I'm going to break down the album even more. I won't go too deep into it because Jamal hasn't heard it yet. Next week, we can listen to it or not even listen to it. Talk about it after he listens to it. But (laughs) that album is great. That's what I'll say. You knew this was coming today? Yes. Uh, How come nobody talked about it? Well, people that are Nas fans talked about it. So if you're not a Nas fan, then you wouldn't be aware. But yeah, it's been out. Talked about it maybe last month or so. Even put out the cover art. They put out the track list yesterday or so. So yeah, if you're a Nas fan, you knew it was uh, it was coming out. So we'll talk about that next week in depth. But on yeah, the last day, I'm gonna break it down for y'all. That's dope though. Nas really is still putting out good albums. Yeah, but let's talk about the album that everybody did listen to because the biggest rapper in the world dropped with his buddy 21 Savage, her loss. I know you heard it many times. I heard it many times. It's caused a lot of controversy. People are like, Drake, why don't you grow up? Why are you still disrespecting women? Why are you being so mean? Drum said he woke up from a nap and he was mad that he was a a, a punchline on the hook because he got beat up by Drake's bodyguards five years ago. He said in his words, they went to town on him. Yeah. That's crazy. Has anyone ever went to town on you before in your life? Hell no. Yeah, that's never happened to me. No one's ever went to town on me. So good luck to Drum. But uh, how do you feel about the album? <clears throat> um, the album's pretty good. Uh, I haven't really listened to it really since last weekend. Oh, so um, it didn't last after the heat from the first listen? You didn't like it anymore? No, it's not that I didn't like it. I just haven't listened to it again. Um, I do like the uh, the ocean song though. A lot. I listen to that still because I like when Drake is rapping like that, and that sample that he uses is just beautiful. But um, it was a dope album. Um, I kind of wish that like some of the energy that they had on like on the first three songs, they would have like at least put like one or two more towards the end. Um, but it was a cool album. I like to hear that. I like hearing Twenty One be kind of outside of his element. Um, rapping about people like um damn what's that he didn't say ed sharon um it's the other white singer but he said he's doing numbers like harry styles i'm yeah. i was shocked that he even knew who harry styles was he knew and, what's uh, going on he's on the charts he's in the game and i liked his uh 3 a.m on glen uh glenwood road that's kind of like don't drake have like a 3 a.m on a something road song yeah, that's his thing. He's the one that has the timestamps that he 9 a.m. in Dallas or whatever, all those joints. You know, he's done many of them, but he's has some in one in Toronto. I'm not a Drake fan, so I don't know. Sorry, guys. But yeah, yeah that's I, thing, time stamping stuff. I like I like that he did basically like a Drake song, but he was 21 on doing like a Drake style song, even like how he was just running off about stuff going on to the next topic to the next time you know how drake likes to just 
I'm rapping and rapping and da 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 da. He just keeps going. Like Twenty One was kind of doing that, but it was pretty cool. It wasn't bad. It was definitely um a nice little moment, and I don't really compare it to what a time to be alive either. But it was it wasn't bad. I haven't listened to it in a in a few days, so that's why I'm kind of foggy on it. All right, how do you feel about the rollout? The rollout was dope. It was fun. They got sued by Vogue for five million. They did a fake Howard Stern interview. They did a fake Saturday Night Live performance. They did a fake Colors performance, a fake Tiny Desk. So they can Vogue really sue them since their head was in front of the O and it doesn't say Vogue really? Yeah, they they've sued them. That's just weird because my head is covering the O. You don't know if that O stops and it doesn't say Vogue. But they said it was, Drake said it was Vogue, and he thanked Anna Wintour, and Anna Wintour said, nigga, I didn't clear that. <laughs> That's true. Why did he sue you? <laughs> because he said don't, it's Vogue. I don't think it's going to win, though, because you can say it, and it's not Vogue. So their head was in front of the O. It doesn't say Vogue on the But it is Vogue. Home. They ripped up, like, they took old Vogue magazines and did their little interpretation, but yeah, I don't think they're going to get in trouble because they didn't make money off it. They just gave it away for free. If yeah. they sold it, then yeah, they'll get in trouble. But they just gave it away for free. It's guerrilla marketing, but we'll see. Who knows? Maybe the judge will say, yeah, you use their clout. I don't know. We'll see. Um, Speaking of the controversy, what else was he under fire for besides the stallion line? Uh, People are mad at him dissing... Um, Serena Williams' husband, oh, yeah, groupie, but they nobody think, cares about that. They think, nah, they do. They think the shade room cares if they care. That's yeah, but matter. that and the shade women, the shade room is black women, so that means all black women care. They say, hey, no, they, they you need to be a supportive husband. That's why you don't have a girl, Drake, because you don't support women. You think you just own them and they're just property. They're just trophies, things you can hide and use for your pleasure you pay them for services and you get mad when they get independent hey i get it i saw people say that jay-z was 36 in kingdom come he tried to grow up while drake is 36 and still being a bully but i thought when he did serena's husband he was saying that serena's husband is a groupie for drake i don't know i didn't think he was talking about a groupie for his wife but who knows it's all open for interpretation he also, I mean, you can't go ahead. My bad. Yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say you can't really worry too much about the shade room because although they might say, "Hey, you should they be a control," they control. You should, you should, you should, you should be. You should. No, they don't. But you should definitely they say, "Hey, part of it." Yeah, not really. But there, there's definitely nothing wrong with saying like you should be a supportive of a husband. But at the same time, people like the shade room. They like to feminize men too, and they want like black men to be like bitches. Yeah, that's and, like, what's been going stand... on in black culture for over they want four years. They want black that's men like stand behind women. Cinema called the Women King, and the Black Panther is now a woman. That's what they've been doing for dozens of years. They've been yeah. making soft. Yeah, they want us see. to be feminized and stand behind women and be like bent over punk ass niggas. Hey, so man. I don't really. I don't really she rate them. Has like over twenty seven million followers, man. A lot of people. You follow them. You know what's going on. You know you need to follow them. So yeah, I just started following them. I think 
either early this year or late last year. So hey, I was kind of you late. know you had to get in line. I don't follow them, but you know because you, you're you're hip hop, hip hop. You're young urban people, so you know you need this. Yeah, but sometimes I, I mean, I probably won't. But sometimes I think, think about unfollowing them because they like to be, they like to be a little negative sometimes. But they try to trick you. And, and this like, is black about, culture. Yeah, it's like it's a corner. It's a part of it. Yeah, it's a, a corner a, of black culture. Yeah, there, there's no such thing as a black part culture. of the. It is. There are no, multiple not. things we got. No, no. Yeah, gang banging is black culture. You know, hip hop no, is black culture. That's Chicano culture, Italian culture. It's yeah, also but we're talking about Asian black culture. gang culture. The gang culture is also they have their own black culture, just like there's black Greek fraternities. You don't even know yeah, anybody in the gang, huh? You don't know anybody in the gang. Yeah, now because they're old, but they used to be in gangs. A couple shout out to you guys. I'm glad you guys grew up and bossed your lives up. But I hope yeah. you're not talking about uh, Highway and Lorton gangs. Yeah, and I know some brothers that those aren't those weren't gangs. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's all interpretation. So me, those hey, aren't God bless. Those weren't those weren't gangs. Jail culture is gangs. No disrespect, but especially the one in Lorton and the one on the highway. <laughs> Jail and the one on the highway. Those gangs. weren't those weren't uh, gangs. Jail culture is black culture because because of them they had people sagging their pants for years. Jail culture is church is church culture black culture. Nah, it used to be when we had morals. Dang, but not I was trying to let you say something positive was us, and you said no. But it's not. We know that. That's why there's no morals and values. That's why people are mad because you know they can't have certain ways. You know, that's all I'll say. You interpret that for yourself. I but just don't think there's a such thing as black culture. Huh? I just don't think there's a such thing. Basketball is black culture. Hennessy is black culture. All-Star Weekend for the NBA is black culture. Hennessy is not uh, black culture. Black people don't drink brown as much anymore. We drink tequila uh, now. It's uh, still yeah. Henny. still Henny. Not really. Not really. It's tequila. Man. I haven't seen a bottle of Henny in like over a year. Yeah, but you that's what I'm saying. You are... A different guy. You're a high class suburban dude. Even everywhere I go, though, it's not just me. It's saying everybody, everywhere I party, I'm telling you, bottles of tequila. Yeah, but you—that's what I'm saying. You are a brother that goes to brunch, and you live, you live, you live a dance lifestyle. So, (laughs) in different (laughs) corners, you're not hanging out with the community like that. You're not hanging out with boys that stand outside and listen to NBA Young Boy and shoot dice. They still sit brown. They're not sipping tequila. That's what I'm saying. Like that. I got you live a classy that. lifestyle now. You don't hang out in that community, so you wouldn't know what they're doing. I saw that. Well, I don't think there's such thing as a black community because there is. So Everything is fragmented more, but yeah, there are more subsets of black culture. So that, so that means what I do is black culture too. Which one? Body popping to dance music? Yeah, there is. That's black and, and, and drinking tequila. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's black gay culture. I don't body pop to dance music. Yeah, it's, it's okay, man. There's nothing wrong with that. Shout hey, out Kitronada. He's a great producer. Kitronada's pretty cool, but I don't body pop to dance music. And I don't hang out, no disrespect, but I don't hang out with any gay people. I hang out with a lot of women and a few guys, but mostly women. I don't hang out with a lot of gay people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. He said that's black gay culture. I don't know nothing about black gay hey, culture. Hey man, speaking of gay culture, they said Drake was sus on the intro. You've you've been enjoying that, right? Yeah, that's I actually love the WWF joint. Why do they want him to twirl around like a girl saying And they had a, he put out a picture of him in a bonnet, and people said that was after 21 beat his doonies down. So I actually fuck with that picture because I wear a bonnet. 
Yeah, I mean, R&B lifestyle. There's nothing well, wrong with that. My bonnet don't That's look like his. That's black culture. Wearing bonnets to go to sleep is black culture. My bonnets don't look like his. He actually had like a fluffy joint with the scrunchie on the bottom. Mine's just like a regular black thin joint. Because I like to, you know what I mean? It's important to put all your dreads in the joint. I used to rock do-rags, but the hair that be hanging out can get dry and shit like that. So I rocked a little bonnet, you know what I'm saying? But it wasn't like Drake's bonnet. It was It's black, it's skinny, and it's not like uh, powder blue. And I don't be looking like how he was looking, all snuggled up, looking at the camera, hiding under the covers. Tyler Perry is black culture. Mm, nah, yeah, he's I'm not. just going to keep saying. Jason Whitlock's black culture. Nah, he's not. He should be, but we don't that's like my, That's my dog, thanks to you, man. We don't like, yeah, no problem, bro. I watch his show, like, I watch every episode. Shout out Jason Whitlock. I'm gonna link up with you soon. I'm gonna walk down to you on Nashville. I watch every episode, Uh, like, I I fuck with his show hard, and I know he was coming like this. Pause. I feel like everybody needs, yeah, pause. I feel like everybody needs to watch that show. Oh, yeah, we're not homophobic. Sorry. We just, you know, sorry. I don't even have to explain myself. I can say, yeah, I'm gonna just say it because. I'm still. I'm kind of mad we had that Jewish talk. I'm like, dang, I wanted to ignore it, but you did your research on that internet, kid. I'm sorry, guys. Still sorry, to all the Jewish people. If you're offended, you apologizing for. We didn't. Say I don't want to be. I don't know. I'm just making sure when we get hot next year and people go back and listen to old stuff, I'm not gonna get deleted. So sorry again. There's and nothing that out, we said wrong. I know how to shout out Lucian Grange. He got shouted out twice on her loss. Drake shouted him out and Travis Scott. That's how he you know. Shouted out the mob ties. He's the real, yeah, he's the real boss. Shout out Lucian Grange. But yeah, this album, I don't think it's a true collab project. You saw the mathematics. 21 was on 26% of this album. Drake's on 66, 67. It's a Drake album with 21 sprinkled in, but 21 does his thing. He expands his wordplay. A lot of people were, you know, they are going to compare to what a time to be alive because this is technically the second collab project Drake has ever done. Yeah, exactly. With another brother from Zone 6, you know. So, yeah, it's going to happen. I like it. It is hard to compare because what a time to be alive was a true collab project in that it was uh, based on, I think it's Hip Hop by the Numbers, the Twitter account. Um. They said Future was on 55% of the album. Drake was on 45 So that was closer to a collaboration. But I watched some of the interview 21 had with DJ Academics just to see what was going on in their, in their frame when they were making the album. How long did it take? I wish uh, Academics didn't cut off 21 because he was going to say how long it took, but 21 said, you know, it did take a lot of time. Like we see, it was well thought out. They had a rollout. There was no rollout to What a Time to Be Alive. What a Time to Be Alive was like a spur of the moment thing. Two of the hottest rappers in the world at the time are linking up to do a project in a week. And they did that. Almost like a mixtape. Yeah, it is a basic, it is a mixtape. While that's how they quantify it, you know, a retail mixtape you know they even had a simple album cover semantics i mean this one has a simple album cover it's a picture from three years ago wow what a time to be alive is a stock photo from the internet yeah it's no thought but i mean and drake's joint it is a thought they got a picture of a young stripper you know shout out to her i forgot her i want to see her perform yeah she's beautiful but um go down to houston i'll go with you bro but uh what's it called get that turkey leg hut Mm-hmm. And I got family down there. We can have a lot of fun. But I got some friends down there. 
Yeah, shout out to them. Yeah. So uh the process, it's called her loss. So you're gonna know it's about, you know, flexing on exes. That's what it seems like. I mean, Drake asked 21 to diss his pussy ex. I was like, whoa, you <laughs> calling a woman a pussy? What's going on, Drake? You said diss my pussy ex for me, right? Yes. What's his wrong? pussy ex. Yeah. And then he asked 21 to diss the ops, and 21 said, okay. It's kind of like, remember when um Future had a line on... 21, go get the stick. No, no, no. On they King... always asking him to do stuff. No, on... <laughs> okay, he's the goon. On King's Dead, remember how Future had a line, I smashed your baby mama and I freaked it and, and Cody, uh, Kendrick didn't stamp it. Remember? Mm. He was saying, I not freaked it to all, like he was stamping Future's lines with the Atlas, but on that line, Kendrick didn't stamp it. Mm. Well, just like when 21, when Drake asked 21 to diss the, his pussy ex, he didn't give him the Atlas. He didn't want to do it. Dang. He didn't agree with that one. Yeah, but still, he said he's riding for Drake, and whatever Drake said, they both standing on it, and they not ashamed of anything they said. Whoop de whoop. So for me, him dis dissing Meg the Stallion was it in poor taste? Sure. I think the line that was more offensive was when he said she just graduated from college. I listened to the album and I skipped it after track one. That was very disrespectful. I think that was at Meg. Cause what other women? What other woman dropped the album that just graduated from college and people said the album was mid? So why is he going at Meg when he's really not that cool with Tory Lanez? I think because I've told you this in private and I'll say it now. We know Drake is obsessed with the city of Houston. Meg The Stallion is the symbol of Houston rap. She's very beautiful. I don't think he ever had a chance with her, and I think he's very upset by that. And I think because she doesn't like petty guy. Drake is a petty guy. I think she doesn't like Jake Prince either. Yeah, but think about it. A guy like Drake, who's basically dated almost or had an opportunity to be with a lot of desirable women, women, excuse me, like Rihanna, Serena Williams, Jennifer Lopez. He's been with a lot of A-list superstar legends. And of course, a lot of IG icons. (laughs) So you think He's mad. He, he might be mad. Like, whoa, Meg the Stallion doesn't want me. That's why he's dissing Serena Williams' husband. He's mad. Like, dang. She but he didn't me. want, I thought he didn't want Serena anymore. We don't know why. We don't know why. But he's probably mad. Like, dang, she married a goofy. Look at this guy. The same way, like, Future can try to hate on Russell Wilson. But sorry, nigga, you guys lost. And it's Who funny, called? Rihanna's with ASAP. Rocky. Exactly. So he can't really diss ASAP because ASAP is cool. Drake has more money than him. He's a better artist. He's more successful. But ASAP Rocky is cooler. That's what kind of be matter. Like yeah, that's why can. it's funny. Like it's funny that the most ladies man guy, who the most successful guy, can't necessarily get what he wants still. But it's because we have just off me, like I said earlier, based on how he talks about women, and the same as a lot of these rappers, they don't look at women how they talk as equals. They look at them as like stock options, like I'm going to buy for your services, invest in you. And then when you try to leave me, I get mad like, girl, don't you know where you got this money from? So if all you look at as women as transactions, you're not going to really know how to court them and cater to them and do all that candy boy stuff. He can say he's a certified lover boy and all that, but you can tell 
just like people talk about Taylor Swift, you still talking about old relationships and being heartbroken about that. That's what Drake is. Yeah, that's what he did on um. I guess it's fuck me. He's saying like, yeah, the girl was planning their demise and <laughs> like I like that. Don't you? See? Like... Sorry to cut you off because I want you to continue about that song because yeah, I agree with you. But don't you see how the album starts with being aggressive, like this my pussy X, and now it's oh I guess it's fuck me. So and it'd be again into the album he's mad, but then at the album he's sad again. So now yeah. on that track. I kind of yeah, and he's like saying like you're planning my demise, you're acting like a wifey out in the public, but really not. And he was saying like there's three sides to the story. One you tell me, yeah, that was a great sub, yeah. One you subtweet on Twitter, and when your group chat gets to read, that was crazy. Yeah, that's and then, great, um, and that's an update of his line from you know my my ex girl with my next girl with my current girl talking. You know, it's one of those lines from so far gone. So it was like an update of that. So yeah, that was good. Yeah, so this is yeah, and I noticed that like he was talking all that shit and like in the beginning, and then towards the end, he's like soft and showing you the truth of it. So, but I also noticed that a lot of people um seem to be offended by the song "Broke Boys" too. Maybe I because like that song. That song's fire. I think people think it sounds kind of feminine the way he's saying it, but I feel like that's why he said it for like girls to rap it. Yeah, but I think. Just like I was telling you a week ago or so, like the tropes that rappers focus on, I like how he was saying it. He wasn't talking about people being broke. Don't talk to me. He's like, if you flex and you're not living like right, then yeah, don't talk to me about money. We talking money. That's one of my dad. I think that's my dad's favorite line in hip hop history. Rick Ross has a song with a Nigerian artist. I think Peace Square and Rick Ross has a line where he says, we're talking money and you're talking nonsense. My dad loves that line. That's what <laughs> I think Drake is talking about on Broke Boys. But him being feminine, I don't have a problem with that. I mean, he's trying to play with flows and different cadences. Like, I feel like on one track, I forgot which one. I think he's trying to be Young Thug and Cardi. Maybe it's Broke Boys. Yeah, Jumbo I think Jumbo I heard like... Um, he's trying to be like a... Yeah, you hear the ad Sounds like he's trying to be Thug and Cardi type. Is Yachty on some of these ad-libs? Yeah, he's on a lot of the ad-libs. He produced yeah. on four tracks. He's on those ad-libs. I can hear him like, huh, huh. Like making like... Yeah, and you can tell... And Yachty's another guy that's melodic and playful. And some people might say it's girly, like Rico Nasty was inspired by him. But Yachty probably inspired a lot of those flows and cadences, too. And Back Outside Boys sounds like Mop, Gunna and Thug. Yeah, true. And Yachty's produced on that. He's on the ad-libs of that. Privilege Rapper, he produced on that. That's probably my favorite song because I love that Isley Brothers sample. It's funny how Drake kind of like respects Yachty's mind and allows him to pick the album cover and produce some songs and stuff like that. Yachty said he didn't pick the album cover. That's Cap. Oh, well, it was Drake. Thanks, for clearing, thanks for clearing that up. It was Drake. Hmm. <laughs> he is, but shout out to Yachty. Yeah, shout out to Boat. Shout out to Travis for his appearance on Pussy and Millions. Cool song. Oh, yeah, and it's, I noticed, too, like, I can see why people think Drake is problematic, kind of. Like, he does, he did mention, well, this is made before a lot of this stuff happened. Well, before one of the things happened. He mentioned, like, mob ties. He's dissing Meg. He stands next to Travis. Like, you know what I'm saying? Who all had his situation at Astroworld. 
Like he kind of and he was there at Astro World with him. So yeah, like so he's not like he's, him. he's safe and shit like corporately, but he's also not that squeaky clean as people try to make it seem like he is. It's not like he. But has, he's never tried to be squeaky clean. That's not that he tried to, but people he's squeaky clean for people. Yeah, he's squeaky clean because he's being for compared corporate. to a street rapper. But for you know the average rapper, I think he is kind of regular, but. The difference was that's why people were saying like Joe Budden thought Chance the Rapper could take Drake out of here because Chance the Rapper is really squeaky clean. His dad used to work for Obama. He's really relaxed. Did he get himself out of there? Yeah, because he made an album about getting married and it didn't bang. Nobody wants to hear that in hip hop. Maybe and how come they did in a cool way, but how come what the baby does doesn't help him either? It seems like the baby dissing Meg made him go further in his that was but he was already dead he was already dead so yeah so that, that was him, him just trying to, that was him pressing the emergency exit trying to yeah. get out trying and to he did the opposite get some buzz yeah it made people get mad even more because the line really <laughs> sucked and i feel bad for meg the stallion man she's talented woman people and she is yeah, she's saying it people she feels like people are bullying her bothering her shout out to all the black women out there that wrote that letter in support of her and people don't show her love and like show her like empathy in regards of her mother passing away either. Like how we do. Well, yeah, yeah. well like, yeah. that's that's life. You know? I don't know. You know I'm not like, going to talk about that because a, a lot of people lose their family members. I'm just saying like with Kanye. Yeah, we, but we I don't still know. talk about it for Kanye. Like, oh, yeah, he's never been the same since he lost his mom. Yeah, because it's just lost her mom. In, yeah, but that the difference is. You know why the difference? We saw is, him before and after. No, the difference is he put it in his art. Meg The Stallion still makes pussy rap most of the time. She, she has a song about her mom. Yeah, exactly. A song. Kanye made 808s and Heartbreak. He made yeah. he made a whole album, so you can't talk about. I his thought career. that album was mainly about Alexis, and then he put. It is, but it's also too. yeah, it's about Alexis, but it's inspired because yeah, you can tell his mom is his first true love. That's he's a single mom. He has a song called mama's boyfriend he talks about the dynamic the fucked up shit that happens in the black community in single parent households when the son almost is like a boyfriend and you're protective of your mom and then you have a weird dynamic jim jones even talked about it about <laughs> him and his mom little scrappy yeah. was just went viral talking about this relationship with him and his mom so kanye really puts it in his art that's why I don't, I'm not saying Maggie doesn't, but just not in the same way. I mean, Kanye, not to say Meg never will, but Kanye just named two albums after his mom. So it's still a part of his art still. Yeah, that's true. So that's the difference. And I'm mm -hmm. not trying to downplay Meg the Stallion losing her mom because that shit probably is tough. I never lost a parent and I know it's going to suck when it happens, but especially her on her come up. Yeah, that must be terrible. And I think didn't she lose her grandmother or something around that time too, or something? I'm not sure. I just know that something her mom like that. So I mean, yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. So sure, that is a part of it. And yeah, maybe she never has gotten the chance to fully grieve because she's always had to keep working and working. That's and why she talked about. Yeah, that's why she talked recently about she's gonna take a break for herself. So you know, for sure. And back even. Talking about grieving, like last week, talking about takeoff, like a lot of people are like, man, you sounded cold. And I'm like, yeah, it's sad. Like, I didn't even remember when I said 
the last rapper I was really sad about passing away. I said, Pop Smoke, I forgot about Draco last year. I was sad about Draco dying, but I forgot because there's so many rappers dying. So Yeah, like Dolph. And- yeah, rest in peace, take off. You're definitely a legend. YRN, classic tape, culture, classic album. I know a lot of people think No Label 2 is a classic tape. I wouldn't disagree. You put in a lot of work, rest in peace. But yeah, man, I think um, with people trying to figure out ways to analyze things, that's one thing I wish artists would do. Like, shout out to Meg. She's going to go through her process of her art and her evolution. Drake, that's why people are now mad at him. They're like, hey, you 36, you still making... Now you're making op rap for girls. You're sneak dissing Ice Spice maybe when you say she's a 10, but she raps. I put it on mute or whatever. Like, <laughs> they don't like it. They want him to grow up. I don't think he can. Like, I don't think he cares about, like, those kind of things. This, I this think it's how he markets himself. And this is the type of shit that they've liked from him forever. They never yeah, want that's him the to, thing. Like, they want him, like, like a... I said, they want him to grow up because Jay-Z... He grew up, he changed his content, but what But he always was grown in a lot of his content. Yeah, but the difference like the evils and shit like that. He rapped about complex things like the evils and like regrets. Yeah, because he's like a street that. nigga. Yeah, he's a street nigga. That's the thing. He's always he's had like some maturity to his music. Didn't Nipsey really said it. something, my bad, but Nipsey said something like, Hey, if you don't got nothing to rap about, interesting to rap about in your life, don't rap. All Drake can talk about is girls. He doesn't have. Uh, he talks about his life though, as yeah, far but... as his success. It's, I'm talking about his after fame life. He talks about that a lot. Success. Yeah, he yeah, talks yeah. about success in women. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. But that's and also partying. Yeah, but that's dense because yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's is. my point. He has dense content. He doesn't talk about anything <clears throat> in the grand scheme of things that matters. Even like that's why I think. People try to compare him to Cole and Kendrick, but he is more like Future 21 that, A, we just going to make this type of rap. Either you like it the same as Pusha T. I'm going to be this cocaine action hero. Future, I'm going to be the toxic king. I even I hate that trope, Future. Stop being the toxic king. To me, um, he's not that <clears throat> toxic. The, the, that's how he sells it. I, I know you don't watch music videos, but in the wait for you, the music video... He's called the Toxic King. That's how he's been selling himself. In the music video he did with Kevin Samuels, he's selling. And I only say he's toxic. not that toxic because rap, all of it is like kind of toxic. So, and like, because you're toxic, because girls, girls, girls is a toxic song. Yeah, one of the most toxic girls uh, songs ever in hip hop history. Great song. And big pimping. So it's just like that type of shit is everywhere. But like, so to me, future. I don't I look at like monster as being toxic, but other than that, like it's not that toxic to me at least. So yeah. but I guess he wants to like use you're it. You're a villain though, that's why. He's he just not that he... toxic compared to the next rapper. Hey man. I don't think um, another rapper talks about buying women for sex more than future. Uh, he might be the king of it. He uh... does not value he used to be a lover boy, but after his Sierra broke his heart. Now he just looks at women as transactions as well. Mm, that's, really. how, that's how I hear it. I mean, he tries to get a little deeper on. He likes his. Uh, like, likes I like America. Love You Better. That's a great song. And the video was great that he played. He shows himself as a clown and 
men as clown for treating women wrong. That's good. He likes his he likes his Ethiopian women marry him and then he sends them to the temple and stuff and they pray for him and yeah, but he him. won't marry them. That's what, that's what he, he says. He and wants he married Aram. See, and it's he takes Pakistan. And he takes Pakistanians to lunch. Exactly. These are all he has harems of women. He's not going to be committed to a woman. He's a player for life. After yeah, but that's not really toxic. Wanted, yeah, I'm not saying it's toxic, but I'm saying the way he speaks about it in the music, some people might say it's toxic. When you say I make a bitch gay or something, forcing women to kiss other women, they'll say that's toxic. That's not toxic. That's weird. Yeah, well, you because you like it. You're a dog. No, because that's people what like you do when Stern. your dance body popping. No, you because people like each other. No, because I have a worldview. I know that people like Howard Stern. Yeah, but you should like have a. You should have Brett Michaels and shit do the same thing. Like you said, who Brad Michaels? Who's that? Brett Michaels, the nigga. Oh, Love Rock Love. Oh, Lord. yeah. Like niggas like Howard Stern and all them do the same shit. So people just don't really have like a worldview. They they don't know that like so many different men and of different cultures and countries. I get women to kiss each other and do all this shit. They just their scope is like small. So yeah, but some people will say that's toxic when if you're forcing women to do things they're not comfortable with. But hey, I digress. Hey man, the women have a choice. They want to be. They want to worship money, so they follow hey, yeah, their God. Peer pressure is a motherfucker, and I'm sure when a lot you of worship that money. That's under, what happens. Yeah, and they under the influence of drugs and alcohol. You know, a lot of crazy things can happen. Because they're not hanging do out this. with these women while they're sober. I don't usually do this, but unless I'm drunk and I'm high and yeah, I'm exactly. both right yeah, now. Yeah. yeah, see? that's He's he's trying to program the women. Oh, yeah, that was... I noticed that he, him and Gucci weren't really able to make slaps like that together. Because <laughs> that song was all right. It wasn't that big, though. It was cool. But I, a song... I brought that up because my brother played a song last weekend that I totally forgot. And this um future and Gucci, I've been on some fuck the world shit lately. That's I, got, him I forgot all about that song. That's future's best partner, low key. It's either Thug or Gucci, but I like Gucci more. Him and Gucci together, crazy. My brother is good at pulling out like old future shit that slaps that I forget about. I mean, hey, shout out. That's to like his. Brother. That's like his favorite future. He likes future now still. Like he said, he works out to low life. Oh my god. I was like, what? <laughs> he work on the low life. He's like, hell oh, yeah, that's about to be toxic. See, that's a toxic anthem, a low life. Yeah, they're accepting it. Because you know, the weekend is another toxic king. He's toxic. Hey, shout out to Abel. I fuck with the weekend heavy. Yeah, he's cool, man. He's a legend for sure. Shout out to schoolboy Q. You're a legend too. I know I said you weren't last week, but you are. Hey, all of black Q's a legend. Huh? Yeah, all the black hippie, they're legends because they are part of TDE. They built one of the greatest record labels in modern rap history. So they even all, have soul. Yeah, they all put in work. They all have pivotal projects that help build the dynasty that TDE became. So I can't disrespect J Rock, Absol, Schoolboy Q. And you can say Kendrick, yeah, he did his thing, but they needed Schoolboy Q's album to bang. Oxymoron, I think it was, with songs like Man of the Year. They needed those anthems. They didn't, because while Kendrick was doing his thing, Schoolboy Q was giving them anthems too. They needed that. So shout out to you. Did and you hey, say Chingy? Did you say if Chingy was a legend? He's not, but he has legendary songs. So Chingy's not a legend, but Schoolboy Q's a legend. Yeah, because Schoolboy Q has uh, better albums. He has projects that people will remember. I don't know a, a Chingy project. Jackpot is that an album, right? 
Yeah, I'm a baller, baller, yeah. baby. Yeah, that's a great song. <laughs> I like that song. But hey, and he was on DTP. We got them guns that go. Yeah, that's not a classic rap song. You're just a Ludacris fan, so you remember it. <laughs> that song used to knock me. People used to like that song a lot. Yeah, Ludacris fans. Shout out. Nah, to people y'all. liked it. Like there was a lot of Ludacris fans though back then. So yeah, a lot of people exactly. liked it. I like Ludacris. He hey, he was a multi platinum rapper. There was millions of Ludacris. He's my first favorite rapper ever. Shout out to you for that. My first favorite rapper is probably Big Ear. Yeah, I'd say Big. I can't say Tupac because that had a lot to do with my brother's influence. I'm saying on not saying that Biggie wasn't your own choice, but on my own total by myself with nothing attached, I would have to say Juicy's like the first rap song I remember hearing. So yeah, that's the message was the first rap song I ever remember. Yes, you're born in '82. I wasn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey man, I, my dad he put me on all the eighty shit, so I used to love Melly Mel's introduction. That was my shit as a kid. Hurrah! Oh man, yeah man. He said, "Uh, before me there was a rapper named Melly Mel. After that, there was a rapper named Lel. Who said that? I'm guessing LL Cool J. I don't know. Nope, Dom Kennedy, one of your favorite rappers. Yeah, you know I don't remember lyrics. Shout out to Dom Kennedy. Dominic, yeah, I've been bumping him a lot lately. So what do you give this Drake album and or Drake and 21 album? If you had to give it a score, what would you give it? Mm. 3.75 or a four. Okay. Yeah, I'd give it a I'd give it a good four out of five. It's a good project. Yeah, because I hate the whole 3.5 shit. So I'd say four too. I don't like 3.5 is like cheating. But you just did it. I said 3.75. I mean it's the same thing. That's a little. It's above three point five. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a three point seven five. I'm gonna stand on that. Yeah, congratulations. It's not bad at all. You know what I'm saying? But at all, like not one bit. But it's also not like a phenomenal album. It's it's good. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like if I can compare it to something. It's like it's like what a time hmm. to be alive, but kind of a little better. Because there's no songs like Big Rings and I'm the Plug. I like I'm the Plug. I don't like Big Rings. You would like I'm the Plug. That's a a lollipop beat. (laughs) (laughs) And I hate Jumpman a lot. Yeah, exactly. Like That's why I like, nah, this is better than What a Time to Be Alive. But like I said, What a Time, they did it in one week. You can tell they were trying to make anthems. They were trying to make big tunes. Shout out the big rings. They play big tune. Yeah, they play big rings when teams win championships. I oh saw- yeah, shout out to um, shout out to Birdman t- t- saying we understand the bottom because we come from the bottom because we come from the bottom. Yeah, and shout out to the French Birdman too. Yeah, that. But do you think Birdman really be knowing what he's saying? He probably <laughs> didn't rehearse that at all. Yeah, he's just freestyling. That's the beauty of it. He said, we understand the bottom because we come from the bottom because we come from the bottom. And he said, because we come from, I was, he said it like, we live at the bottom. Yeah, he said it like six he different talking ways. like he was still there. He, he lives like, he, he said it like six different ways. Yeah, he's crazy. That's a you funny know what song, that song, look it up and see what he officially said, man. That yeah, might have yeah. to be the outro. You're going to have to figure out what song he was on. Yeah, I'm about to figure that out right now. But I like the, I like how he said <laughs> Jay Prince forced him to hang out with his ops, and then Kanye said, "Come on, man, please be my friend. Come on, man, I gave you your props all the time. I say you're the greatest rapper ever." Birdman is a very funny guy, man. 
You One of the funniest man. guys to ever live, man. He's great. And he don't even be trying. Like, Rick Ross be trying to be funny sometimes, even though it seems like he's being serious because he, he be dead serious. Yeah, Birdman, he's dead serious. He's hilarious. Birdman is not trying to be funny at all. <laughs> yeah, that's the see, that's the thing. I don't think Rick Ross is trying to be funny. I think he's trying to entertain us, though. Yeah, Birdman yeah. is not trying to entertain us he's being mm-hmm. dead serious no nah, he's being very serious i think it's on bs <laughs> nah that might have been the french Birdman. uh the real Birdman was later he might be on circle loco or something or like oh yeah that is the french dude uh oh somebody else so who is this french Birdman? that's funny somebody else thinks he's a french Birdman. Yeah, he said he's yeah, he said he's Birdman in Paris. He's the first oh, yeah, he literally did say that. Yeah, he said in Paris some Birdman. He said we don't do all that fashion week shit. Yeah, man. Yeah, well, I'll I'll find out. Uh yeah, we need uh, to figure that out. But speaking of uh French stuff, let's let's go to Haiti and talk about what? a little Kodak. Um, Haiti. That's how that's how you pronounce it. Well, that's for you, brother. Break not pronounce Haiti. I, well, I just watched Black Panther last night, and Lupita kept saying, "Back in Haiti, Haiti." <laughs> I heard she's a single mom on it now. She was looking kind of sexy in that joint too. She is sexy, and you know her ass is fat. I know you saw that. Shout out to you. No disrespect. She's like the only one that had like you know hair in the joint. Hey, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say this. I don't care. Don't cancel me. I think all the women in Black Panther are beautiful. A lot of my models but they need some, i'm not even gonna say it they need some better <laughs> his little army of women they need some they need some you know i mean just some a few better joints in that yeah, no they don't they're warriors <laughs> talk about your brother kodak black he's another guy they're warriors yeah talk about I'm your just watching the movie like yo they ain't got no no nah, angela bass watch the like warrior that. king or the angela bass was probably like the Thinking like Angela Bassett, like the baddest joint in here. She's 60 some years old. What the fuck going on with this movie? God damn. Hey, man. Did you watch The Woman King? No, I didn't watch that. It wasn't rated R. King's a lot recently. I wanted to be rated R. They trying to get rid of us. Don't you know that? They don't if it was rated R, I would have watched it because the nigga on the um preview was like, this is like something since The Gladiator. And I love the movie The Gladiator with Russell Crowe, but that was rated fucking R. So if you're gonna make a movie, yeah, it's a woman this, king. They're not gonna make the women wreck. That's why I mean yeah. they should have made not about women wrecking, but I want to see her cutting niggas' heads off and stabbing niggas in the calf muscles and shit. It's about women wrecking. Go ahead and talk about your boy Kodak Black, because don't well, get started on the propaganda to get rid of the black man. Go ahead. We're kind of I'm kind of like we're kind of a little late on this, but uh when I did listen to it, I liked uh the song. We're never late with music, music doesn't age out. Well, um, three hundred blackouts, pretty tight. Slay like Santa. Um, I kind of don't remember because I haven't listened to it since it came out. But <laughs> great review. Was, Where else can you get it was like this, people? It was uh, it was dope though. When I did listen to it, I was like, yo, this shit kind of knocking. His flows were cool. That's what I remember from it. The beats were cool. But then when it got to like the feature, that's when I was like, oh, you messing me up with little cricks. No disrespect to him. And then the VVS sense guy. Uh, but other than like the features, Kodak was doing his thing, sliding on it at least in the beginning part. He was mad that it only did what it was only projected to sell forty thousand. I don't know Man, why. That's not bad. It. Yeah, I don't know why he thought he was gonna do more. There's no hit song on this. There was no promo on it. Really. Yeah, without promotion, doing forty thousand. So, yeah, that's, that's pretty good, that's... especially when his last album did only like sixty thousand. There was a lot of promo behind that. 
That's crazy. He's not going to do no 12,000 type numbers. Yeah, because he has a decent fan base. I mean, no one on a major record label like that does 12,000. I think the baby did that. Well, yeah, that's because he blackballed himself. But yeah, okay, that's fair. I think Rich the Kid did something like that too. Well, he's not, he was never a star. Yeah. That's why, like, the baby was a superstar. Mm-hmm. Even you can argue Future has never been a superstar like the baby in terms of commercial, you know, value. Even though we never seen the baby even have commercials. I know you're saying commercial success and value. But yeah, like he was just crazy. Man. It's just funny that he didn't allow himself to stick around to have because <laughs> he almost had a Burger King thing. And like, yeah, exactly. Like Future is never getting that. Well, he'd be on um Hugo Boss stuff that I see. Yeah, like he the fashion people like him. I mean, even though one homie did say, too, that uh, he said Beast Mode is a classic because it was so crazy that. Beast Mode was so great that Future got to do a Gap commercial with Cher. And I was like, well, I guess that ain't. I forgot that commercial about- was weird as Yeah, fun. it was weird. I forgot about that. But that <laughs> Their voices were weird. On that that beat was sliding. That beat Zaytoven made was sliding. And they were like looking at each other and she had like a, a <laughs> man on his shoulder. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> so, hey, shout out to Beast Mode. Maybe we'll break that down. People, yeah, they've convinced me. I they was said 56 to- Nights was one too. Yeah, they did. They've been telling me that. So they said a hey, future has at least five classics. People were telling me, hey, nigga, what about Dirty Sprite One? What about True Story? What about Astronaut Status? So, hey, it's all subjective. That's the beauty of it. But, hey, all right, future doesn't have three classics. I'll give you five. But if he has five, then we can't say he has more classics than Jay-Z, does he? Does he have a better discography than Jay-Z? People will say we're stupid and illogical for saying that. I think Jay Z already went. Because I mean, you I agree, know. you said you agree with him. You think he has six classics. Yeah, but I don't really necessarily consider like. Because uh, what was it again? You of course, reasonable doubt, blueprint. I wasn't agree. Chubby Baby on True Story. He's on one song on Streets Calling. Word to my mom. Okay, so Future has at least a few songs on um, like astronaut status and all that stuff that aren't that don't all like slap. So can those automatically astronaut status classic? isn't a classic to me? Yes, I'm saying like Word to my mama still cracks. Yeah, Chubby Baby's ugly, but Word to my mama still fire. I love that song. I skip. I don't skip any Chubby. song on Streets Calling. I don't skip any song on Dirty Sprite Two. On one, on beast. Yeah, I skipped on Dirty Sprite one. Yeah, I skip a. I, I skip song with uh FLY, and I don't really listen to the Travis Porter song unless I'm in a mood because it's a different era. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, pop them bands. Yeah, I don't. It's cool, but I don't really. I listen to it sometimes, but it's alright. Yeah, it's not bad. That's what I'm saying. I don't think that those are necessarily. They're classic tapes, but they're not like classics that can be compared to like the Black Album. But that's the thing. I think Beast Mode, 56 Nights, Monster. Those can. That's what I'm saying. That's why I don't think. I even think Streets. Uh, I even think Streets Calling can. Like Streets Calling, for me, I know it's blasphemous, but I think it's one of those albums that changed the way or helped inform how people were going to rap. A lot of flavors and a lot of styles were in there. It's almost like Paid in Full, how Rakim taught a lot of people how to rap. If you listen to Streets Calling, not saying he created all of this, he might have just heard it and popularized it on certain songs. But if you listen to Streets Calling, he that's the blueprint to a lot of rappers after him. He taught a lot of people how to rap on that tape. And I also feel like it's like 
if you all you're rapping about is just having fun and doing drugs and shooting people, you can't compare it to like an album like Black Album that reflects on like somebody's whole life and career. That's the thing, you can't. First song it's all, it's and shit like that. I feel like I feel like there's more talent in like being able to rap about like life and stuff afar from like just yeah, street shit. That's why so. you would say it's better. Yeah, that's why you would say it's a better body work that will last longer because of the content. You can even like the production more. Sure. It's nothing wrong with that. Cause I would agree with you. The content Jay-Z has is more deep than the content future has. Jay-Z is a thousand times a better rapper than future. He can detail things differently. Future is better at making melodies hooks. He's clever with his cadences, but Jay-Z is a flow king too. I think future is a flow king, but future uses futures on steroids. He uses auto-tune <laughs> for his flow help while Jay-Z is a flow king naturally. So yeah, it's like oh, yeah, just to run it back to Drake and 21 real quick. Um 21 snapped on, on BS the way he was flowing on that. That shit was tough. Where, yeah, he had a, he was doing his thing. But yeah, what else about Kodak's album? Were you finished with that? Yeah, I, I was finished. I want to know what you thought of it. I didn't Did you listen like to that. You didn't listen to Kodak's album? No. Oh wow, you're Kodak. Why am I listening man. to a compilation? Because it's only like three features. Yeah, I'm cool. I'm not a Kodak fan like that. And your yeah, last you are. Time, no, I'm not. You must have just left him like a year or two ago. Nah, I listened to him, but yeah, I respect what he's been trying to do. Like I like Peachy, but you loved Kodak Black like nah, a year ago, bro. two years ago. You did. Nah, that's Osei, bro. You, you too. You I'm the one who hated on Kodak him. more nah. than you. you. I hated on always liked him more than me. I, I always hated him. on Kodak more than you. Nah. Yeah, I did. Nah. I liked NBA Youngboy more, and you were saying you like you thought Kodak was better. Yeah, all I said was I thought Kodak was better. That didn't make me a fan because I don't listen to NBA Youngboy either. I didn't listen to his last tape. Oh <laughs> so, yeah, do you think? Do you think my? Um, I heard the song about Future. That was a cool song. That's it. What, what do you think about my little comparison when I said I feel like Kodak is um more like uh Jeezy and NBA Youngboy is more like uh Gucci. Uh, I don't know because it's hard for me to say because I don't rate them <laughs> the same way. Like Gucci and Jeezy are so much better than them, I can't even quantify. Yeah, it's it's kind of a dumb analogy. Yeah, I but... can't even compare it because, like well, I said, point... like I was a Jeezy fan from day one, and then I used to hate on Gucci because I was a weird kid trying to take on the beefs of strangers it's and like you were with kodak and NBA there's young a lot boy. of grown men that still do that weirdo stuff and nah, i didn't do that you, you didn't like nba young boy until i told you to listen to ai boy too bro he just drops too much music i never You're saying like, you didn't I respect like, him kid rap. you didn't respect him until you listen to ai boy to ai young boy too yeah, not that i didn't respect him i always knew he was good i told you about him first but the thing is that's the thing i just know oh, all right you should you'll you'll like that stuff not for me so that's what it was like. Kodak, I like painting pictures. I bought his first album. You love Kodak. You used to and like since Kodak. then he's been going downhill. So you, you were a Kodak fan. I don't know what happened, but you. you I wouldn't call him. Yeah, I liked painting pictures. I like that album. I bought that, but after you were that, a Kodak fan. But whatever. Osei was like Osei. Shout out to him. He was playing a Kodak song. I was like, oh, is this on the new? Team? He was like, no, nah, this from a project 
three years ago. I was like, oh yeah, see, yeah, he's oh, definitely uh, what you. I'm not talking. a Kodak fan. I like. He's Kodak. an official Kodak fan, but you were a Kodak fan too. Nah, not him. I like paying pictures. That's the album that I like from. It's like I like Two Chains' first album. I bought it, but I wouldn't call myself. You were a Two Chains fan too. I, I wasn't. Like, no. <laughs> I just were. respect him. Yes, you were. No, you were a Two Chains fan. You I buy music. I'm shit. a consumer. Nah, you listened to all Two Chains shit when it was back in the days. You listened to all. No, of I it. didn't. And you and you liked the one where he was in the urinal with the True Religions on. Nah, I wasn't. Shout out to Keeb. He'll tell you. I used to hate on Two Chains because I'm a Future fan. I didn't like Two Chains like that. The project, his first album, made me respect him. But yeah, revisionist history. But nah, it's the truth. Mm-hmm. It's okay. You I don't understand why you're embarrassed to not like <laughs> nah, Two Chains and not, Kodak anymore, Bruh, I'm not a Kodak fan. I liked Paying Pictures. I like that album. Other than that, I can't tell you his other projects. All right, well, I'm done on the Kodak cutthroat. Yeah, band. but yeah, I didn't listen to it. I just think it's some of his better, some of the songs that he did in the beginning of the album, he should do shit like that more often. It was like dope. It was dope shit. Well, was, good luck to good. you, Kodak. So you you want to say uh, you think Kodak can beat 21 in the verses? I actually do, yeah. I think he'll smoke 21. Yeah, he has more hit songs, he would. And I think Uzi would beat 21 also. They work harder than... I don't they have more music. I think depending on the crowd, Uzi will beat 21. But if it's like blackity black, Uzi's not gonna beat 21. If it's like yeah, that's true, kid, that's true, that's true. Uzi will win. But I think I think if Kodak dropped like no flocking and shit like that, tw- like 21 got like red ops, he got like um a lot X bitch. Um you know what I'm saying? But he can't he fuck with Kodak. Yeah, he can't. Kodak has too much tunnel vision. Kodak got fucking um the patty cake shit. Like that shit. Yeah, crazy. he has a lot. He has Z. That's that Z shit. That's that Z shit. He has a lot. Yeah. He, What's the he song he has with Triple X? Rolling Peace. He has Transporting. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah he has too much. <laughs> there he go. Yeah. Skirt. He can play. He can play skirt. Ooh, mm-hmm. Skrilla. Hey, Kodak. Yeah, Skrilla. I forgot like about Skrilla. Too. What about like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot all about Skrilla. That shit gets people turned up. See, that's the Kodak Z. I like the first. That's I like when I first heard Kodak, and then I like paying pictures, and then after that, he just kept dropping too much music, and I was I didn't care enough to keep keep up. That's kind of the same thing with me. But when I do hear him, it's cool. It's like NBA YoungBoy. They just drop too much, and I'm not invested enough to care. Like but you liked Kodak when Future like drops, I'ma listen. But other- when I say fan is like you liked him. You liked his style because I used to tell you I thought his style was getting too ugly and all over the place, and you liked it. You were like you thought he was like he had flavor, and you just liked his shit. Because I remember I was talking to um you and Osei in the group chat about it. Y'all were both like telling me why y'all like Kodak, and I was telling you like yeah, we were talking about why he's better than NBA YoungBoy, and I still do think he's better than nah, NBA YoungBoy. I don't think so. I think, like I said, it's not really like a straight, um, like direct comparison, but I like I think Gucci's a better rapper than Jeezy, and I think Jeezy has more swag and charisma, even though Gucci has a lot of swag. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's not. Even, but Jeezy Gucci the, has more charisma. Gucci has more charisma than Jeezy. You not saw in it in the verses. That brother was hilarious. Not in the beginning, though. Jeezy had his, his style was mainly more swag. Like he was to me, Kodak, Kodak's style is the more swag based. The reason he, why I'll say I always thought Gucci had more swag is just seeing those hood politics and all those DVDs. Gucci always had too much flavor. Like seeing Jeezy, he really was corporate thugs entertainment. He was too clean cut. He did, he wasn't like 
even Shawty Low, OJ, like they're flavor boys. Nah, but to it's me, Gigi, like that. nah, to me, Jeezy was the king of swag at one point. Yeah, for the for the clean cut before the real street boys, not even real street boys, but before the real Atlanta boys pulled up because Jeezy's from Macon. He has yes, they were a, all influenced by him though. Yes, yeah, he he definitely did. He definitely is their father. He definitely helped them get their swag and hello. Yeah, they were rapping too fast. He helped them slow it down. I'm real cool fishing. That's yeah. what I'm saying. But, but when but when the Atlanta boys got it, oh my god, Jeezy could have competed with that. No, he couldn't. They got but Jeezy definitely is a Jeezy is definitely a swag lord. But I'm just saying in their rap styles, Jeezy's swag is what he relies on more than Gucci does. Gucci has more bars than Jeezy. Yeah, he's witty. He has punchlines. He says crazy stuff. And I feel like Kodak relies more on like the feeling of the music and his swag more than NBA Youngboy. I don't be really understanding what NBA Youngboy be saying, but that's why I respect Kodak more. Cause I think he's deeper in his wordplay and his content. And that's why he does. Uh, that's why the old heads like Kendrick like him because he is deeper in his style. He is more of a blues man. That's why I think him and future work well. Like not really. Remember I, even when I was breaking it down to y'all, like when I was listening, cause I listened to a lot of a whole NBA young boy joint. Then I went through a whole Kodak joint and I noticed I was having more fun with Kodak and he mainly raps about eating food and sex. He's not that much deeper. Uh, now he has songs like "Senseless" about and sex things. and food a lot. Yeah, but he has songs like "Senseless." He has the song he made with the uh, yeah, but XX Young Boy's whole joint is deepness. Even well, he's more. That's more like it's not that fun. Yeah, he's more jail rapping. Like I'm sad because I've been a kid criminal. Kodak, yeah, I'm thinking about my mama and my kids. Kodak is the kid criminal that learned how to have fun. But, but not Young Boy talks about his granddad and his mom and his kids and. And like listening to like a certain uncle and gotten to be there for this person and that person. Kodak just be having fun, disrespecting women, having sex, and eating macaroni and cheese and shit. Nah, <laughs> he be talking about. I'm telling you, I went through. I went through that uh, one day. Of course, it wasn't all their albums, but I went through it and I noticed Kodak shit is more jiggy. Like he's very saucy, jiggy, fun. Dying to live album songs like Testimony. Uh, what's it called? Transgression, Malcolm XXX, calling my spirit. He's a jail rapper, close to the he grave. says he will go back to jail. Yeah, he'll be I'm all right. He's lying. Another song that would whoop uh 21's ass in uh verses. Yeah, Kodak does have deep songs too, but yeah, I guess tw- uh, NBA Young Boy is more jail nigga stuff. No, Kodak is more jail nigga stuff. He raps about jail. I thought you no, said all he raps about he says is he'll go back to jail. Sex. And, je- and going back to jail, not caring. So which one is it? Is NBA Youngboy doesn't really say... NBA Youngboy doesn't say jail. He raps more about murder. He don't rap about jail. Kodak raps more about jail. NBA Youngboy raps more about zipping people up and shit. Okay. Who is the... In my opinion. Yeah, I don't listen to NBA Youngboy. I don't understand it enough to know what's going on, so I'll take your word for it. It's just not fun and it's more murder rap. And Kodak is more fun and jiggy and talks about macaroni and cheese and sex. Shout and out to sex. Sex is very fun. Let's listen to it. Let's talk about another sad nigga, your boy Lancey Foe. Did you enjoy that? Life in Hell? What's up with um, him? He did have a lot of songs on there that I did like. It was it was very kind of giving me like weekend player vibes. Like, um, damn it, what's that one song called? 
Yeah, um, I didn't like every song, but I liked um All Night Long. That was my shit. She wanna do it all night long. That was my shit. Um Ride Till You Die, Try Again, She the One, Almost Ready. Yeah, there was a, there was some songs on here that I liked. I just liked the it was kind of like a playerish R and B ish kind of album. And I like but like dark R and B. So I was liking the vibes. Yeah, I didn't really like the album. It was too long. Yeah, too I, I didn't. Re- there's a lot of songs I didn't listen to. Too I listened slow to it. Movie. I listened to the whole. I, listened- I think I liked out of all of it, maybe like seven, eight songs out of the twenty-two. Yeah. Same. Yeah. So I, I didn't really listen to it on like I listened to it on YouTube and was clicking around. Like I didn't like play the shit from front to back because I was skipping a lot of songs too. So I can't really necessarily say I liked the whole album, but. He has he had a few songs on it that I like, and I like that moody shit sometimes. Yeah, sorry, hey man, it fits the sassy vibe you into. I think it's cool. I wish I, I don't know. I like his last tape. Well, not even his because his last tape was kind of add too. The last project that I really liked from Lancey was uh the Clash tape he did when he was on Smoke, the first degree joint. Since then. He's been eh, getting more on the melodic side. I get it, but hey, yeah, because I don't really like give his... it another chance, and it'll, I'll like it more. I don't really like his uh Cardi stuff as much anymore. That seems like that's kind of what you like may might want him to be more. Nah, if you listen to First Degree, he's rapping his ass off. That that's was... the Cardi shit. Nah, it's not. Don't talk and all that type of stuff and based and sex money and extortion. I like that tape. Yeah, but, but he's rapping on that tape. Like, on that yeah. joint compared to like Pink Two is another project I really like from him. The last long, long yeah. project I like from him, Friend or Foe is way better than this. He did this on Friend or Foe, and it was way it better. It is. It is. So that's from I'm like, eh. it is. His but new hey, joint is more R and B ish. Like it's, yeah. it's not like he's rapping. I almost I thought he his. That. I almost thought he lost his girlfriend. I don't know. I was like, man, what's going on? The he song because it was just like, wait a minute. Oh seven no, her feature was cool. Yeah, her feature was cool, yeah. but yeah. What else dropped? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. West Side Gun 10. I listened to this album. Hitler wears her mask. He's selling it as 10. You better tell me that he needs to um grow in his music. Nah. Mm, so just the same shit. Yep, because like, like I said, when you're a gangster rapper, you're not expected to grow up. My style wise, not content. Style wise, not his style is a style. I mean, even he did switch it up on the intro. He got like his interpretation of a trap beat done by his son Fly God Junior. He got Doughboy on it, and I like that song a lot. They even shot a video for it in Blue Flame. Shout out to Rome Streets, all the people in the video. That joint goes. But he does try to switch. That's the only song that he switches it up on. Everything else is the conventional West <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah, A.A. Rashid talking, you know, Keisha Plum giving their poems. Oh, yeah, Science Class was fire with um Busta, Ghostface, Raekwon, and Stove God Cooks. Swiss Beats did that. Uh, beat that giant went. Um, oh yeah, the song, yeah, Stove God Cooks. We need an album, bro. He's on like four or five songs on this joint. We need the album. Hurry up. 
The song you was like this Star more was than, good. Um, huh? You like this more than Freddie Gibbs album? Uh, no, nah, I like Freddie Gibbs album more probably, because mm-hmm. this album so this- is just basically posse cuts niggas rapping, but Freddie Gibbs, like I can play that around girls a couple songs, but not this. Is, is this worse than? Uh, is this one of his worst? And f- Hermes? No, nah, it's not bad. It's pretty good. I didn't. The only Hitler wears Hermes that I heard is basically. Seven, eight, and ten. I didn't listen to one through six. I was so. What's his best album? Who Westside Gun? Pray for Paris. Easy. Mm-hmm. What's it called? Yeah, like on, out of Freddie Gibbs' album, it is pretty good. Like I like Blackest in the Room. I like Zipper Bags. That's my favorite song. What P- was Freddie Gibbs' best album? with DJ Paul? What's Freddie Gibbs' best album? Alfredo with Alchemist. Mm. The one that got nominated for a Grammy. West Side Gun probably should have gotten nominated for a Grammy that year too, but hey, it is what it is. But yeah. 40 plus bars. But uh, West Side Gun's album is good. It's the Griselda team. He's doing this typical thing. 40 plus bars. Yeah, maybe, I don't know. Maybe he needs to hurry up and do that album with Mad Lib because, or for real, I need Stove God Cooks. Drop, man. Stop being... Stop being a punk. Not even yeah. a punk. Stop taking your time too much. Yeah, I heard a song from him where he wasn't really singing as much and he was going off. Yeah, I mean, he can rap his ass off. They say the difference between him and other rappers is that he's a melody man that has bars. And I want to know, before we go, how many melody men do you think have bars? Mm-hmm. Obviously, Drake. Melody men, that sounds funny. Yeah, but that's who they are. Shout out, I think... Rock Marciano's the brother that said that. I watched his Rap Radar interview and he said, yeah, a lot of the Melody men, like no one thinks about Future for having bars, for example, but they think Little Baby's a Melody man that has bars. I feel bad, Dan. That's crazy. Um, Right? It's funny, like QC probably thought that they were going to have like the next guy and it seems like they put like all their resources into him, but <laughs> he hit a ceiling. Well, yeah. My turn. That's a classic album, right? Mm-hmm. I just know <laughs> he hit. A, I just know he hit a ceiling. You think so? Yeah. Like, what did his last song? Did his last album do anything to you? I feel like it's gone already. You mean the one that just came out? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's done. Yeah, like that's bad. They didn't <laughs> think that. They didn't it's think been that selling well. It's been selling well. So even though it's not, even though we're not listening to it in the world, it's still selling well. So obviously somebody's liking it or it's a streaming farm somewhere. I don't know, but it's still selling well. It's just, Mm -hmm. hey, it got crushed by Drake and 21 driving, but who knows how long this will last. Like for me, out of all the albums that have came out recently, Nas dropped the best one, but Nas doesn't have a fan base that's going to make that album last in, you know, social media commentary because most of his fan base are older people. So uh, did he have a lot of 40 plus bars on his album? Oh, of course. Is his album better than Pusha's album? No. Dang. That's still the best album of the year probably for me. Between that or Currency's album or Black Sheriff's album or Asake's album. The end of the year, when I break down my favorite albums, it's going to be fun. But yeah, it's hmm, so not, it's not better than Pusha's album. Interesting. Yeah, it's probably the best one. And Nas, you should have been on Pusha T's album. 
you were supposed to be on Hear Me Clearly, but you didn't pull up, man. I'm disappointed in you. Once again, not showing up to an album. Has he ever worked with Pusha T? Yeah, they do. They have songs together. Yeah, I think they did one song together. DJ Khaled made them work together or something. Hmm. <laughs> Let me see. Or maybe they don't have a song together. What was that? Maybe? Hold on. Yeah, maybe they don't have a song together. See, Nas? Yeah, I guess they don't. Let me see. I thought they did, but now that's a that's a Rick Ross and Nas song. Oh, yeah, Lamar is creeping back up in the MVP race, too. <laughs> yeah. Because Josh Allen's yeah, out. Yeah, they don't have a song together. They do not. Thanks. Yeah, who are you serving? Who are you serving pancakes to today? Don't worry about that. You probably didn't even do that. You probably just took a picture of the batter and the pancakes. Yep, sure. It never happened. Trying to pretend like he's selling, he's serving pancakes. Look at him. See, yeah, I can cook. I'm a fat man. What do you think? Think I only got this fat from just eating other people's stuff? I can whip it in the kitchen too. You can't make grits. Yeah, I can make grits, but it's not my thing. But I've made grits before. I make some of the most bombest cheesy grits, and I make some of the most bombest shrimp and grits. Yeah, I'm an African boy. I don't really do cheese. I use water I and do like chicken. cheese, but I don't really like cooking cheese. I use water and chicken broth in my grits, with my cheesy grits. That's how you give it that extra Cajun flavor. Got to put that chicken good. broth in there. Did you listen to the Queen of Raps album or Sorry EP today, Glorilla? No, I'm listen- no, I'm about to listen to it when I go get some whack ass Popeyes chicken. Why are you doing that to yourself? You don't have any young young lady that can cook for you. You can't cook fried chicken for yourself. I don't feel like it. I don't feel like cleaning shit. (laughs) I don't feel like cleaning and shit right now. Why don't you go to Banchan? Hey, what's that Korean chicken spot you told me to go to? Too expensive. What's Uh, let me find out. Too expensive for you. Yeah, money. I'm cheap now. Uh, I'm cheap now. Oh yeah, weird, like, yeah. You do have a lot of uh, a lot of ladies' Christmas presents to pay for. I heard. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, <laughs> the more money you get, Whoa. The more money you get. Um, well, the for more me, money. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Have, I don't now, have a lot of money, but now you said it right money the first that, time. Now you said it right the, the first more, time. For me, I can imagine the more money that I get, if I ever get some money, I'm yeah, I'm going to be cheaper. Yeah. Nah, I heard you said you said it right the first time. The more money you get, the more money you get. That's how you're moving. You about to get more. Money. <laughs> I know what you're studying for. This guy is studying to get more money. Don't listen to him, y'all. The more money, like I, I just, I, I, I like to. I'm like Lil Wayne in that meme where he's holding on to the money and he's like, Ugh. like that's. I'm kind of like that. Like I like to, you know. What I mean, like I think I, I've already s- spent my money for this week, so I don't want to get Bonchon, and I like to do it big when I eat, so. You know what I mean? I'm just going to, I'm going to size it down to Popeye's. All right. So what was the name of that Korean chicken spot in Woodbridge again? It's called BB.Q Chicken. Hey. Potomac. BB.Q Chicken on oh, yeah. Potomac Center? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, I should respect them because, yeah, they put good stuff over there. You yep. already know. <laughs> yeah. 
I love going over there, going to the bookstore and catching some baby booze. Is that where um that's where I get that's where I recruit. If you want to see me recruit, hey man, catch me at the town center, man. Is Potomac is that that's not Stonebridge one, is it? Nah. What's the Potomac one? It's called nah, that's the one you said, BB.Q Chicken. That's in the Potomac Town Center. This is see, this is Woodbridge, Virginia stuff, guys. Don't worry about it. Oh, they got another joint called Firepan too. Firepan. Oh yeah, I see that. That's I don't a, know. I gotta see which one was on that DoorDash. I think it was the BB.Q joint though. And then they got one called Doserac. Doserac. Yeah, that's not the one I'm talking about. Yeah, but this one they got four point nine out of five. So hey, I don't know, man. Maybe I might just end up eating jollof. I don't know, but I want to eat some bacon, man. Just like you, man. I'm in the mood for some fried chicken. I don't know. Yep, it's BB.Q. Yep, that's it. Oh, that's, that's the one. one. You think it's banging? Yeah. yeah Have you heard like anybody it. say they went there yet? No, I just read the reviews. And I don't know how to tell if it's fake reviews or not. You say you can tell? Yeah, and they got regular fried. Like, you can get half regular fried with a half soy fried. That That got my eye. So I'm like, why I get to get fake black chicken and I get to get Korean chicken too? Mm, that does sound interesting. Hell yeah. All right, man. So what else do you want to talk about before we leave? Oh, yeah. You wanted to talk about why the Lakers suck, right? Yeah. Well, yeah tell me. I'm sure you probably broke it down on uh, yeah, on the other podcast. But Ring yeah. culture. If you guys want to get closer to winning a ring in life, listen to ring culture. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the Lakers suck because Rob Palenka isn't a good GM. He didn't build the roster correctly. And LeBron was silly by signing a contract extension, which also made the front office feel lax. Like, hey, if LeBron is here, we don't have to work as hard. He's committed. So it's LeBron and Rob Palenka's fault. LeBron because he committed to a shitty organization. And Rob Palenka because he's geeked. Yeah, it just sucks to see that LeBron has to in his career in such bad fashion kind of based on plus minus which you know plus minus is a stat which came from hockey which it says your impact on the court versus off the court and you know comparison to your teammates and based on plus minus lebron is the worst laker this year yeah because he thinks that all he can all he has to do is do good passes and be good no, he still be scoring. He leads the team in taking sh- in shots and points. Yeah, but he, he probably still takes the most points. I mean, the shots yeah. for real. He should let Anthony Davis take more shots, but it is what it is. Damn, what happened to that guy? That used to be your that was your man. Yeah, that's my boy. He's averaging 23 points, 10 rebounds, and two blocks. He's actually playing playing good this year. He deserves about, to get more and, shots. And it seems like Russ is playing good. Did the stats say that? Yeah, he's doing well. He's been playing well as a six-man, not as a starter, but as a six-man, yeah. Yeah, I've noticed that. He seems like he's gotten his joy back. Yeah, yeah, they're doing well, and they're losing. So, uh, what's their record? Like uh, two and nine. Damn. <laughs> Let me double check. And LeBron's Laker jersey is ugly. Like, like, like the Lakers just look ugly. They're about to be like the Packers. Like, once Aaron Rodgers leaves, they're about to be trash. Once after like the Lakers are trash now, but when LeBron leaves, they're about to stink. Yeah, they're two and nine. I hope Lakers fans are ready for this long ride they got. They're about to be like the Cowboys for the next like 20 years, probably. Well, you don't think another star will try to go there? 
maybe try to go there. L.A., bro. They might try to go there but lose. They get a star, a superstar every decade. Yeah, well, I mean, they're gonna get a superstar, but he's probably gonna lose. Really, once Steph leaves, that's that'll be the determining factor because he's totally in the way. He he totally like changed up how the Warriors have started slow this year. I think they'll turn it around though. He's definitely changed up how LeBron's career probably should have went. Steph Curry got in the way of LeBron's career and changed that whole thing up. Hey, man. Shout out to Steph. Shout out to the Warriors. And before we go, I got to shout out the Blue Bucks clan, man. Clan Way 3, fire. Shout out to Zay Tiggy. I need more beats from you, loved one. I know you're trying to get active. I'm happy these brothers know your legacy because you went crazy on was Can't Believe It and Biggest Stepper. Hey, my favorite song on this project might be, I guess, and Jeezy, where you at? It's hilarious. This brother DJ calls Jeezy. Jeezy's kicking it with his girl and her family. They out on dinner, and he ditches them to go kick it with his brother and some hoes. Come on, man. What's better mm-hmm. than that? <laughs> Shout out to everybody out there. Chopper Soup Convos, we out. Stay bust. Yeah.